Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Annie. And I'm Susan. And this is... <gasps> Two Friends, One Chat. Annie and Susan might get clinical-ish. Me- Ish. Oh, I love that. I love clinical-ish. Yes. Oh, I like that so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not <laughs> sure why we took such a deep breath. <laughs> I mean, two friends, one chat is not a long sentence. No, 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 but sometimes the moment just speaks to you. Yeah. 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 yeah that's how I felt, too. Just, I mean, breathing is important, so I'm not, I'm not mad that we did it. We should all take more deep breaths mm-hmm. in general. One might say but... that's a mindfulness exercise. <laughs> I didn't say I did it. I said we should all do it. But now that I do it. Oh my, you guys. Stop stop throwing mindfulness on oh, me. Oh, we're going to do so many episodes about it. <laughs> Not today, though. Don't stress out. Don't I'm going to be, I'm gonna be sick that day. I'm going to be out. I'll get a doctor's note. I'll get a doctor's note. I promise. I have cramps. I can't. I can't. I, I do can. have cramps really oh, bad. No. <laughs> Do you want Advil or anything? No. <laughs> oh, I know it upsets your stomach. Oh, but. boy, howdy. I mean, I even took, I don't know if it was pampering or might. All this mm-hmm. might be TMI for you, but no. no. Our listeners are cool. Because um, I don't, that stuff like knocks me out. That stuff's oh, really? intense. Yeah. I think, yeah. at least. But they were so bad the other day. I was like, oh, just yeah. do it. Just, you got to do something. Yeah gotta do something gosh darn cramps okay here's the thing and i did not i remember someone telling me this and i think i've talked about this already but like someone told me this they said uh the trick to cramps is to pound a gallon of water a day the couple days before your period and i remember i was like um no right there's no way that could work yeah and then i started doing like a gallon challenge for myself yeah just like um to hydrate and lower my cholesterol and all the good things that water can do for you. And sure as shit. Like Shut up. My cramps decreased immensely. Like and I would <gasps> I there's no way that I would have believed that. Um so I don't know what it is, but it it uh well I'm sure it has to do with like thinning your blood and sure, your sure, body sure, processing sure. and I I I actually do get the science behind it, but I uh, did not expect something natural to be that effective, which just goes to show how like ingrained i am in in our medicine world like oh my gosh oh so true so true also i don't know if this is a thing i'd love if people have heard of this i'd love them to tell me um like i when at least this is what i'm thinking right now when my cramps are really bad i swear they're like in my hip and i know that like my hip is not part of my reproductive tract (laughs) so i know that that's not like they're not truly in there there's a a secret ovary but i wonder if <laughs> I just because for a while I always thought no it's just crazy I must have just I don't know mm-hmm. whatever I'm just randomly having these pains at the same time yeah but they boy how do do they come together interesting like come like do you have like a hip injury or an no. existing injury or anything because I mean my hips are just dumb okay they they hurt often but there's no good reason for it like it, it could be just like the swelling right like because you know your your like lady parts aren't the only thing that swells like your right. uterus and um all of that uh the rest of your body does too i've noticed my muscles swell and um so it might be if you have if they're sensitive to begin with if there's like something there already yeah. it just kind of aggravates oh it. yeah interesting mm-hmm. interesting well you know 
What are you going to do? Yeah, surprise period talk Surprise! Today. You're uh, welcome. Enjoy yep. that. Periods Enjoy are that. a thing. Um, they're terrible. And I've, I have seen on social media the cramp simulators. And they're yeah. giving them to, like, uh, people that have not experienced a period before. Oh, enjoy that, friends. It's, enjoy that. It's actually super awesome because it's kind of a scientific way to teach empathy because it really is that bad. And it is really difficult to focus and to maintain a cool temp. And I mean, I don't mean, like, a physical cool temp. I mean, like, an emotional cool temp when you're in that much yes. pain. Yes! Yeah. And, uh... That's our fun talk about periods. Yes. Yeah. It happens, right? <laughs> happens to the best of us. Besides uh, periods. Yeah. How the heck are you? Uh, it's been a while. Gosh, gosh. Well, um, uh, as everyone knows, we have experienced a pandemic. Mm. And I made it two and a half years without getting it. And I finally got it. And I'm vaccinated and boosted, which is an absolute uh, gift because it was miserable. Uh, and I just kept thinking, Wow. I can't imagine how my body would have reacted without the vaccine. Oh, so I'm very fortunate. Good point. And I'm, I am, uh, you can probably hear a little stuffiness too, um, but I'm almost fully recovered. So, yay! Yeah, I'm starting to get all my energy back. And so I'm doing great. Um, it's summer in the Northwest right now. Oof. Boy, howdy. It's Beautiful. really doing it. Oh my gosh. Really doing it this I, time. I love it. I feel like from your tone, you do not love it. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I, lo- I do love hot weather. I do. I have had yeah. friends <clears throat> call me yeah. a sun slut before. Because, <laughs> like, where's Susan? She's in the sun. Okay. I legit, even as a kid, would go lay on my driveway just so I could get the sun on top oh, and the heat really sweet. from the cement on the bottom. Yeah. But as an adult that works, turns out I don't love working so much. Mm, that's fair. Um, All like of that's in fair. and out of the car, and I have to. I don't have to wear pants, but I choose to wear pants yeah. for work just because it's more Gotta comfortable. So it's like on days I don't have to work. Oh, let let me out there yeah, all yeah. weekend, out pulling weeds, Ooh, like letting the mosquitoes eat me just because I was outside in the yeah, sun. Yeah, like yeah, give yeah, it yeah. all to me. Yeah, yeah. Not on work days. It turns out I don't love that so much, but that's right. fair. That's fair. I feel it's like right. hot does make you uncomfortable in um, like professional situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm doing. All right. I'm doing, I'm okay. really, I'm doing fine. That's awesome. In general. Yeah. Lots of medical-y things going on oh. right now with me. That kind with of all my stuff. What today. What? Did, what? did I just, just walk us right into our topic? <laughs> what? Actually, I feel like you tap danced us in. I did. Like, with the, hello, yes. my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my rectum. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands right into our topic. Mm. Of, I, th- I think we're going to talk about advocacy, but kind of medical advocacy mm-hmm. at first for today. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, advocacy can and should expand in a lot of different areas. Absolutely. Um, but way too many areas to talk about in the time that we spend together. So we'll oh, start yeah. with this area. Yeah. And then there'll be more. Yeah. There'll I'm, be more. I'm actually super excited to talk about this topic because, one... I remember the first time someone talked to me about it, mm-hmm. um, and I it kind of blew my mind a little bit, uh, because so many systems, you have to have these certain words and magical phrases to unlock the doors and the yes. secrets and the... 
Um, so today we're going to just talk about our experiences, what we know, what we've experienced. I will share with you every tip I have. Um, and hopefully, again, you can just put that little tool in your tool belt. Yeah. Throw all these tools in. Pick, pick one out. See if it works. Mm-hmm. Try it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Don't if you don't. Yeah, toss it. Doesn't work, toss yeah. it. Well, um, toss it back in the bag. Oh, I love that. Because it might work for a different situation. Mm-hmm. Don't toss your tools out completely if they don't work. Yeah. Just put them back in the bottom of the bag. I love that. They, you might need them later. Yep, and feel free to pass it around. Just like that one screw that you're like, I don't know where this goes to. Mm-hmm. You're like, should I save it? Should I not mm-hmm. save it? Just start yourself a little Tupperware container of the screws that you find, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Because one day, it's going to come in handy. mm -hmm. Here's the flip (laughs) side to that, if I may. (laughs) I married a man who does that. Yes! But he has, one day, he came in and he was like, hey, where did all our Tupperware go? And I said, I don't know, I work from home. Maybe in your lunches? No, no, I bring it all home. Perhaps the garage. Check the garage. Oh my word. I was laughing so hard. I went into the garage and I'm just pulling out all of our little Tupperwares. I love it. it. Well, because, you know, and it makes sense. You know, if you're project specific, you don't want to mix that bowl, right? Sure. Oh my God. A Tupperware for each project? Be still my heart. (laughs) I already was in love, but now I'm even more in love with your husband. Uh, does he label them? No. That, okay. That well, seems to be a bit of the problem. Well, you know. All Baby right. steps. Amazing. Okay. Room to grow. Room to grow. Oh, man. that's I'm totally sidebarred <laughs> because I do agree. Keep it in the tool bag. But that just struck me as so funny. Oh, my gosh. Which is fine. I mean, he buys us new Tupperware. Sure. Like, you know. Sure. So I'm like, well, it would. I'm not mad. I just think it's hilarious. That you're I like, love Where did it. all the Tupperware go? I just want to label it now. <laughs> You're like, can I hang out in your garage? Just like five minutes. It's funny, like five, 10, 20 minutes, maybe. You're going to need like five days, but. Okay. You know. All right. All right. But I'd also need him in there with, because oh, I would yeah. have no idea what the projects were. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. tell me what to type into the label maker. Oh. Do you know I don't own a label maker? I feel like We've I, way sidetracked. I feel like I already know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Just saying, I can't believe no one's ever got me a label I maker I actually before. can't believe, and I want to get one of the old school ones, you know, that, like, they're on, like, the hard plastic pieces, you yes. know what I'm talking about, and they, like, emboss. Yes. I wonder if you can still get them. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, well. You, you can know. get anything these days. Santa. Santa's okay. someone, so, <laughs> you know. Secret Santa's not so secret. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Okay, okay, okay. We digress. We, we digress. Did. That's Well, yeah. Every time. I'm sorry. <sighs> but it's wonderful. You love us. We yeah. love you. It's fine. Oh, my fine. gosh. Can't believe you're back to hang out. So, let's talk. Okay. Medical advocacy. Oof. Okay. I know that you actually have very relevant stories. Can I start with one of the best yes! pieces of advice? Yes! Please do. Um, this... Uh, they used to do PSAs about this public service announcements, and this is the most real advice. When you are with your doctor, mm-hmm. you can remember about one third of what they tell you. Oh, and it's because for most of us, we are in fight or flight in that moment. It there's something about doctor's office that are really stressful. So my first piece of if you want uh, to successfully navigate the medical system, mm-hmm. my first. Bring a buddy. Bring a trusted buddy. Yes. And you're going to feel weird because you're going to be an adult with a buddy. But I promise you, this is productive. 
And professionally, I see this all the time, and I tell my clients, the people that I work with, you should never come alone to clinic. It's too much information. You're not going to be able to hear it all. And even in good medical scenarios, which I think our ALS clinics do a good job of, because we we then resend all of the suggestions to the people by my chart, right? So, like, we try our best to cover everything multiple ways. But you you need another yes. person there to hear the things that you're not catching. Yep. Oh, it's, it's for sure. Huge. Bring a buddy. Yeah. Yes. Bring a buddy. Yep. Number one. Yeah. Bring a buddy. Yeah. What What if this just came to me? Yeah. Well, and I do tell people to do this sometimes. What if you recorded it? What if oh, you recorded your idea. appointment? That actually is a great idea. I mean, we all have cell phones. I love that. Yeah. There's another idea. I mean, get consent first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get consent from your doctor, but... Well, and what you can probably do with your doctor is pre-talk about it. Yeah. And then say, can I record you giving me the recommendations? Um, And yes, in which, depending on which state, you do have to ask. Mm -hmm. And some states will say you don't have my consent. And in that case, ask ask for like um, a printed out summary with like... Really intense detailing. Right. Right. Um, But yes, I think recording is a great idea. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you had to give the first piece of medical advocacy advice, what would you give? Uh, I want to give, like, so many. Okay, okay. Um, but... I know I can pick one. Oh, can I do top three? Yeah, top three. three. Well, I'll I'll try to kind of combine them all. Okay. I think it's important to remember that your doctor... Is a person. Mm, mm-hmm, They're still mm-hmm. just a person. Okay? Um, that being said... A flawed, beautiful, wonderful yes, person. Yes. Exactly. Mm, yeah. That being said, you're in charge. Oh, yes. You... Yes. And I... People, listen. Do as I say, not as I do. This is something I'm working on personally for myself. My job is to advocate with medical professionals yeah. for the people I work with. Yet I still suck at advocating for myself. Ooh, ooh, hashtag pause. You what? don't suck. No, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Because I feel like you should tell that success story. I will, I will. Oh my god, she's like flipping oh. her hair back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. Like it. We're gonna get there. But also just remember, that that would be my biggest piece of it. Yeah. You are in charge. You know your body, body yes. better than anyone else. Yes. The doctor doesn't know exactly how you're going to do with whatever they're suggesting, right? All they can do is go with what they know and what medically is recommended. So just know that you're in charge. If it doesn't sound right, say something if you can. Don't do it if it doesn't, like, just you are in charge. Yes, they went to school. Yes, they make more money sometimes than we do. But you're in charge. Yep. You're in charge. Yes. So... And I like to frame it, they they really work for you. They do. They are your yes. provider. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you have another two top two, but I'm wondering, would it be okay if maybe you told kind of your experience with um, medication and how hard you had to advocate knowing your body the way you know your body? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll try to cut this down to not, like, the world's longest story. Well, we can make this two episodes because this is so important. <laughs> this is, like, one of my favorite topics, actually. So, my personal story. I I'm I tend to be a sensitive person. Oh, my God. On guys. lots of levels. She's the most sensitive human. It's amazing. 
so sensitive. But I, I am medically pretty sensitive yes. to medications. If it's if it's a side effect, I'm gonna get it. Okay? <laughs> it's gonna so happen. Sorry. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I um I have in the past tried some different like antidepressants, anti-anxieties, and have not done well on them. Yeah. Um, so it scared me off of them for a very long time when I probably should have taken them. And for years, I think I did an okay job of advocating for myself, just flat out refusing. Yeah. Um, but, but I recently over the last year or two got to a point where even I recognized I needed something that I was not doing well. I needed to get on something, but I needed to do it the right way for me. Yes. So, I put on my big girl panties. Yes, you did. I went mm. into my doctor, and I said, hey, I think I want to try this particular medication, because I had talked to my counselor yep. and you and some other people yep. about, like, what what they were using, what worked well. And I said, yes, that's the one I want to try. He's like, great, here's the normal starting dose. And I said, <laughs> time out. Time out. I said, time out. I said, that's great. That's cool. wonderful. I love that that's a good starting dose. But I um, and I just flat out said I'm very sensitive yeah. to medications. I want to start really, really slow. He's like, okay, that's fine. We, you know, we can do half of that, which is considered a pediatric starter oh, dose. it is a pediatric starter dose. <laughs> um, and I said, that sounds really great that there's there's pills that are half that. Um, I said, and I'm going to go ahead and cut those in half Yes, also. you are. <laughs> yes, you are. So he's like, uh, okay, which was great, (laughs) which was great. I was like, all right, here we go. We're going to do this. Yes. I go to pick up my prescriptions. The pharmacist laughs at me. Oh, oh, I I forgot about this. Forgot about that piece, right? Yeah. But he also didn't matter. He just had to fill it. I got it. Like, so like, I just whatever with him. I don't even care. But I mean... So, yeah. guys, I'm starting on half of a pediatric yep. starter dose. Still got side effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were manageable. Yes. So then every two weeks when I stepped it up, another half pill, side effects, but manageable. And it got me up to this. St- oh, well, I'll be honest. I'm still just on the, the original, yeah. like the real starter dose of what most people Good. start on. Yeah. But it's working for me. So why would I go yeah. up? Yeah. And I'm just going to pat myself on the back, Fuck everybody. Yeah. I, I never do this, but, like, I'm just really proud of myself yes. because this medication has, com- I don't want to cry, it completely changed my life. Oh. And if I hadn't advocated yes. to start where I yeah. needed to start yeah. and stop where I needed to stop, I wouldn't have made these kind of life changes oh that you've gosh. seen yes. you've seen me do over this last year and yeah. I wouldn't be where I am right now and I'm just so happy yeah. with where I am. And it's a, it's a big deal. That's why this is something important to talk about yes. because this is more than just an interaction with your doctor. Yeah. This is for me literally life changing. Yes. Literally life ch- I spent 10 years refusing medication. Mm. Yeah. Think of what I could have done for 10 years hmm. being on the right meds for me. Anyway, no crying. Well, it. first of all, you've accomplished so much. You are probably <laughs> one of the most resilient humans I've ever met in that, like, you did have a really negative experience. And that was really common because right. it was when you were teen, early teen. Right? Yes. 
Um, and for our listeners, um, uh, psychotropic medications have changed immensely. Yes. And we have gotten a lot more knowledgeable. This is a fun side tip. tip <laughs> <clears throat> but medications are designed, the dosage, even the starting dosage, is geared towards a 200-pound man. Right. We um, are women. Are, uh, I was biologically born female. My body processes things with remarkably different levels of hormones. Yes. Um, and so, so much of science hasn't caught up with that yet. That um, And the other piece, of course, and I, I, I don't know if we've actually talked about this yet, but uh, what we're learning, um, and you know, we talk a lot about bodies all connected, is, is that there are brain receptors, which we've spent much more time studying, but those same receptors are in your gut. Yes. So you've got little psychotropic medication receptors yes. in your gut. Which means the, the side effects, if you start off on a higher dose... Uh, can really they make you feel sick like yes. you want to throw up you like um, so I just think um, there's so much we're learning about the body that your advocacy and I hope our listeners are hearing this because psychotropic medications when used correctly can really help you yeah yes 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 for the right person in the right yes. situation at the right time they Game they can help. Yes. They can. They can. Yes. I think what's hard about psychotropic medications for me is um, how hard it is to navigate the medical system because yeah, what psychotropic medications really need are management. Right. So I think um, I'm glad we're talking about this because they can be such a game changer and you need to be able to tell your doctor, this one's not working for me. And you need to do that and not feel crazy. Yeah. And we've associated so, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I love that story so much because, I mean, someone fucking laughed at you and you were like, fuck you. Yeah. I know my body. I know what I need to do. And here you are. And, and I want, I oh, I want our listeners to feel that grit. Like I want oh. them to like hear your story and like, yeah, you know, that's what, mm -hmm. that's my goal, of course, for our listeners yeah. is to feel empowered to navigate that. And I do, I, I am so with you because I, now being where I am looking back, like I get almost mad at myself for like, why oh, no. would I not, why would I not just have said, you know, well, that's you on and, a medication that's easing your anxiety. Oh yeah. You oh. know, so <laughs> anxiety is such oh, a <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, cause I have suffered with that too. And I have hindsight, uh, cause I also use a psychotropic medication that really helps me with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I have found myself saying like, Oh, just saying what's true in the moment. Yes! And I can't believe I have this weird capacity now to do that. Yes. And it's because, uh, yeah, but hindsight's always 2020 and it's hard. I actually kind of get where you're coming from, but of course, as your friend, I don't want you to ever feel like yeah. guilt or shame or regret. Or, you know what I mean? No. Like, yeah. And I would, I mean, I would also push people to, I think just like we've talked about in other situations, like trust, trust your gut. Yes. Right? Yes. This, I was able to advocate in this situation because I had had experience with it. Yeah. So I felt a little more empowered to be like, no, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But even recently, I've come into medical situations with a new medication yep. that I, I I just it wasn't feeling right. Yep. It, it was just prescribed at kind of the regular starter dose, mm -hmm. 
And I just, I was just thinking, this doesn't feel right. I don't yeah. think I want to be taking these. Yeah. And sure enough, I was right. Yeah. But I never advocated for myself mm-hmm. because I thought, well, I don't know about this medication. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. I, I should have trusted my gut and maybe I wouldn't have yeah. fallen I mean... and gotten myself a whiplash. <laughs> but that's another story. But I just, I'm, I want you, the listeners, to yeah. try to learn from the mistakes yeah. I've made. And it was just more, it was even more proof to me after that happened. Like, no, I was right. I was right. Yeah. Well, and that one's a hard one too, because that was a medication outside of your scope of psychotropics. Right. So that's another, cause like you and I deal in psychotropics all the time. We're pretty all familiar the with the families and the, yes. you know, the new stuff coming out. But, um, so I, I could even see that playing even more into like, not knowing how to navigate the medical system. This is out, this is outside of our scope. Yeah. Um, it's, that's why yeah. I just say, trust your gut. I love that. Cause I, my gut said, no, I should never start on the normal starting dose. Yeah. Like I just should never do that for any medication. Yeah. Cause it just doesn't work for me. Ooh, sidebar. If you're going to advocate for that, which I agree with, make sure you talk to your prescribing physician because some medications, if you cut the pill in half, um, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, we will uh, get into your bloodstream differently. So oh. that's a sidebar. Um, you really do need to have... That's why it's so important that you have the ability to talk to your medical professional about this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a little sidebar. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. First of all, I love that story. It's probably one of my favorites because <laughs> it's such a badass... You know what I mean? Like you yeah. had to overcome people being idiots and you just crushed it. Okay, so that's your number one. What is your number two, top two? Um, oh, after you're in charge. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> Actually, I love that rule, and I love calling it you're in charge so much. You are in charge. Yes, you are. <laughs> Feel empowered. I think, I think another one that, that I would recommend is, like, is to know if you can't, like, there should be, there should be, people in your medical yeah. team that can for you ask for a social worker ask for a patient advocate <clears throat> like i get that it might be too scary for some people and that yeah. is just too much yeah know that there there should be yep a, a a team member no matter where you're going yep they might not be readily available right they're not going to offer them to you but you can say hey i need somebody yep to come be in this appointment with me or whatever it is. Or even after the fact, if things went, went poorly and it didn't feel right and you need to talk to someone, there's going to be a social worker, a patient advocate, somebody in that healthcare system that can help advocate for you. I love that. So look for those people as well. Like I said, that's my job. I literally, it's so awesome. It's so weird that I can't do it for myself, but but like I can go into a, a, a team meeting and tell, tell doctors, doctors ready to retire to like knock it off. Oh, I it's love amazing. That. It's amazing. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Um, Booyah. I think too, I, you know, in my experience and, and what's hard about giving advocacy advice, uh, in a private sector, which all, everything's private sector in, um, insurance and that, uh, mm. right now, you know, uh, medical uh insurance is not universal right so uh you have you you might have insurance through the state you might have insurance through your private provider through your employer through but one thing you can do and this is actually pretty common is if 
if you feel things are getting medically complicated or you're like, I just, the, you know what? It's just not feeling right. Um, you want someone to take a second look at all your medications. You want, mm. um, uh, you don't feel like your doctor is competent. You know, there's there's a bunch of reasons. Call your um, call your insurance. Mm-hmm. There'll be a number on your card, and say, I need a case manager, mm. and I need I need this. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're called case consultants, case managers, care coordinators. Yeah. Um, those are probably the three top three I've heard. Um, and just say because especially if you're reaching into like different pots of medical care. Yes. Uh, a care coordinator is going to be really helpful. And what's kind of what in my experience, uh, you're going to need to tell your care coordinator what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. So it, again, this is going to take a lot of advocacy and I just want you to feel so empowered. Um, but that can be another, uh, resource to help you get your needs met. A lot of times they can give you uh, places that have openings for whatever need you're trying to get met. Yeah. But um, really leveraging your insurance uh, can actually be really helpful. Uh, I've worked with a couple care coordinators that have made a huge difference on cases. Wow. Yeah. Some of them, you know, it's, it's harder uh, to get your needs met, but that's, you know, everyone's work is on a spectrum all the time. Um but uh, this is, I think that can be another tool if you can't have someone with you and, you you know, it's just a barrage of information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need someone to take those extra steps. I think that's a great. Yes. Yeah. It's another oh, I love that. person to get. Yeah. I love that. They probably won't attend appointments with you. But no. they could coordinate someone to attend appointments with you. It, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> Pulling yeah. in those people. Yeah. Pulling yep. in those people. Yeah. Because you're worth it. Dang it. Yes. Yes. And there is... And I need you to hear this, like, listeners, I need you to hear this from my heart. There's nothing wrong with you if you need someone to be with you, right? Yes! I'm telling you that that's a basic human need, and if you don't have that, there are things that could provide that for you. Yes. Oh, I love that. Man, I just... That's not... mm. Yeah, that shouldn't be, like, the, like, weird case, right? No. Yes, it should be the normal standard, 100%. 100%. Oh, I love that. I love it. Um, Can I take a side tangent for a second before (sighs) we get to number three? You never have to ask about tangents. Because I would like our listeners to learn something that I learned that was of an exceptional level of value. So my number one is bring a buddy. And now we're really expanding on what that looks like, which is great. (gasps) Yes. But my number two is medical necessity. Mm. Medical necessity is a term in which you get all your shit paid for. (laughs) And that sounds like I'm really underselling it, but I wish. You're not wrong. I'm not not wrong. wrong. And I wish someone would have told me this as a young adult. Like, these are the lessons I wish we would teach high schoolers. Yeah. So, um, say you've got, uh, you know what? Let's use braces as an example. Okay. This is, like, really common for me because I work with adolescents. Uh, so they go in, and parents, if you've ever experienced this, your dentist says, this is just, uh, what's the word? Uh, cosmetic. Oh. Do you, you want to straighten the teeth? It's just cosmetic. Insurance will not pay for it. Right. Uh, especially if you have state insurance. Maybe you have a fancier insurance, uh, and they will pay for parts of it. It's super great. That's actually awesome. Um, however, if you get your dentist to take a look and say, hey, you know, actually... 
this is probably going to cause teeth grinding in the future. You mm-hmm. know, find mm-hmm. any reason to make it medically necessi- uh, necessary. Necessary. A, a medical, medical necessity. necessity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, that cues insurance that they have to meet that need. Right. So, um, I just encourage you. Uh, foot problems, back problems, eye problems. Uh, pushing for that medical necessity from the doctor. Right. And like, like Annie said, you're 100%, right? It's the doctor that has to write yes, that. You correct. walking in or putting in your MyChart message, this is a medical necessity. Insurance could care less what you think, yeah. unfortunately. So it's about working with that mm-hmm. doctor to get them, and really their nurses, to put the right verbiage in right. to get you what you need. And 100%. And none of this is tricking the system. No. This is something the system should be doing for yes. you. Yes. And it's cheaper for medical providers to not. Right. So that's another piece I wish someone would have explained to me. Like, nobody is a bad guy in this, but people need to make money. So it's not going to be advantageous for them to to treat all of your ailments that are totally medically necessary. Yes. Yes. So um, just really helping you feel like you're not putting people out asking for this. You're not a bad person for you are you are advocating for your well-being. Yes. And that is a medical necessity. <laughs> that was my number two. That was my dream. I do have a number three, too, but you go your number okay. three because I'm, like, super excited. I'll have a ten, but we'll okay. three is plenty. My number three, I think, would be, and this one can be harder to do, but I think it's so important, yeah. especially in working with, like, a mental health professional or counselor. Yeah. So important, and I don't like the term shop around, but I think it's important that if you are not meshing well with a medical provider, it is okay to pick a different one. No one's feelings are going to be hurt. Yeah. Like, I, well, I'm, I'm me, so of course I'm like, if I switch doctors, (laughs) my doctor's going to go home and cry. They're not even going to know. They're not even going to know. Not that even the good ones that yeah. care aren't yeah. going to really care. Yeah. So if it's not working, yep. it is okay to switch providers. Yeah. It's 100% okay to be like, this is not a thing. And you will Love run that. into medical providers that you don't mesh well with. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because, okay, wait, back to the top, yep. they're humans. Yes. Right? Absolutely. There are just going to be people that are not... It yeah. doesn't work well with. So it is okay to be like, this isn't working. I'm going to look for someone else. It happens all, all the, time. the time. And it's totally It is okay. not a big deal. Oh, man. It will feel like it to your little world. Then again, I'm like, why would I think I'm important enough for a doctor to, like, oh. cry over? Right? It's it's dumb when you think about it logically. But just know that it's so normal. Yes. And it is more, like I said, it can take work. Yep. To find a new provider sometimes. So you got to kind of balance that with whatever you're medically going through at the time. Yeah. Right? Is it more important to push because I need it now than wait to find a new provider? But find someone that you... Because then you won't have to do as much pushing and advocating, right? If you find the right medical provider for you. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't... I could not agree with that more. I remember the first time... um, my uncle Mike, we were talking about health stuff, and the first time he told me, like, he just flat out fired a doctor. And I was younger at the time, and I remember thinking, like, what? Huh? <laughs> what the F? 
and then uh, turn around. Uh, I re I had a doctor out here. I was like, okay, you know, this is kind of working. You know, it's all right. Uh, close proximity. That's a positive. Right. You know, kind of an okay groove. And then she said something that directly contradicted psychotropic medication journals. Oh. And she said it like it was fact and like she was a doctor who knew more. And I remember just thinking, this isn't even worth an argument. No. You, you can't be my doctor anymore. Like. This just isn't going to work. I mean, I didn't even say anything. I just was like, well, done. we're done here. Great point. You don't have to say anything either. You do not, you do not have to justify Nope. Not going back to that doctor. Just go pick a different okay. one. And that, you know what? That is okay. That is you. Yes. That's not you being like weird. No. That is you meeting your needs. And yes. by the way, I found a great doctor who ran a thousand more tests at my first physical. What? what? And uh, it turns out I have high cholesterol and I have to work on that. And I would not have known that had I stayed at that doctor. Right. Yep. And I was See? like, okay, <gasps> you know what? So just... Just trust yourself, and if it's not the right fit, they are a provider for you. This isn't yeah. like a familial support. Right. This isn't like someone you should be worried about if they're jumping in and out of your inside circle from, like, social mapping. Right. This is a provider. Their yes. job is to meet your needs. If they're not meeting their, your needs, bye. Bye. Kick them to the curb. Yeah. For reals. Oh, I love that. For reals. Such an empowering concept. Yeah. <sighs> okay, wait. Was that your number three? That was my number three. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your number three? Oh my gosh. This, you guys, this is I a can't huge wait. one. I can't wait. Um, so I learned this. Um, I'm white and I was learning and really getting educated from a social systems perspective mm. on like what it's like to be a person of color and to really Oof. like, cause, um, I'm white. So I had not pre-learned these things. Right. Um, and so I was learning all the ways, uh, that if you're a person of color, you're discriminated against. Mm -hmm. And I got mm -hmm. this nougat of advice and I am spreading it around everywhere. Um, because we know that black women in particular are like incredibly discriminated against in the medical system. Yes. Like, yes, they are not believed. I mean, it is, it is, uh, a statistical fact yes. that it's happening. 100%. And so I was listening and doing some, like, um, really diving into how do I advocate, right? What do I spread to promote um, positive health care? And I learned a nougat, and I need everyone to hear it because it goes beyond being a woman of color. This is for everyone. Mm -hmm. If you have a health provider deny you something that you think you need, you say, cool, put that denial in a letter. Because I'm requesting it and I'm not leaving until you put in writing that you're not providing that for me. Mm. Because <gasps> that, you know what? I promise you, you will get your MRI after that. You will get your scan. You will get your test. You will get your services. Because that opens the door for liability. Right. Um, and it's sad that we have to promote and, and work with people on that level. Mm -hmm. And this world is super unjust. So if you feel like, you know, if you feel like you see a lump or you feel like you want blood tests and the doctor says no and is pacifying you, makes you feel like you're crazy, Ooh. say, I want it in writing that you're denying that test for me. Whoa. It blew my mind. I was you, like, I need to tell everyone You this. just blew my mind. <gasps> Did I really? You just blew my mind. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. You are 100% correct though. Yeah. 100%. It's so hard that this is the world that we live in, and I need people to know it's okay to ask for that letter. Yes. And I hate that we have to put that pressure to get our needs met, but you deserve your needs to be met. Yes. So, 
Fine. You don't want to give that to me? Wow. Wow. You just blew my mind. Put it in a letter and sign it, doctor. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, it's bringing up a lot for me. I, yeah. I too am white and, and, uh, what I'm about to say by no me, I am not trying to say that it's anything near like being a person of color. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. But, but being a, a person of a bigger size, yeah. a lot, especially in the medical community, oh, everything yes. is, is written off as you just need to lose weight. Yes. Absolutely. I'm surprised when I go to an appointment and yeah. it's not. Wow. It's not brought up as the cause yeah. of whatever I'm going to the appointment yeah. for. And I just, right? It, I had just always thought, okay, okay like, yeah. what's the point in fighting? But but there, it's not always about yeah. your weight or your color or your gender or whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah. Again, back to you know you best. You know when something's not right with yeah. your body. And I love, oh, that's so smart because no doctor's going to put that they denied something to a patient. No, they're not. Oh. Um, oh, man, I have so many wow. thoughts about what you said. My first one is is I I want to specify um, anything outside of this European standard oh. of skinny Barbie, any any level of other, right? Othering, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're not a... Well, if you're not a cis white dude and you're pretty much anything outside of that <laughs> anything circle. Anything outside of yeah. cis white? Okay. Yes. You will face these things. And so this tip is so good for anyone. Anybody. Um, even my cis white male brothers out there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like this, it is an important tip because people, doctors will pacify you all the time. Mm-hmm. Because for all the reasons, right? They just don't believe you. So, yeah. you know, I, I just don't want to lessen your experience because you are right. There is, I, and I, the term, I don't know what it is, but definitely our culture is sizest as fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are, we're, we are making tiny baby little, tiny. Little baby steps. Tiny little baby steps. Yeah. But Jesus, it, we're out of control. Yeah. Right? Like, so I just want to honor that and really, really speak to the truth of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you're hundred percent right. Okay. My friend shared this with me. This is not in my top three, but. I just want you guys to know, they weigh you at the beginning of every appointment, and you don't have to do that. Oh, you can always say no. Yeah, you can just say, mm, pass. Consent. I mean, let's go back They're to, like, co- come to over consent. Here. Come stand on the scale. You can just no. look at them and go, no. And no. they will do nothing. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen to you. And, like, I, so I just want to encourage you, like, I did that for the first time one time. Because I was like, well, I, I was here three days ago, so. Yeah, so I don't think you need it again. We're not. We're you not can, that. just an FYI, you can also request, if it's more of like, I don't care if you have it, yeah. but I just don't want to know what it is, like it's not important to me, I you can that. request that it not be shared or you not see it or not be, yes. play, I have clients that we do that for. I we love don't. That. Yes. We, we do it because medically they need it for sure. some sure, particular sure, sure. reason. Yeah. But we don't talk about it, right? We don't show them the number. We yes. don't. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because if you're experiencing in any doctor's appointment shame or blame or guilt, that's going to push you right back. We've talked about it a lot. It's going to push you into that fight or flight. And yes. guess what? You're not going to get anything out of the appointment from right. then on. Right. In fact, you're just probably going to leave discouraged. And and, yeah. and at that point, n- no good things will come out of that. So yeah. um, I love that this idea of... You know, studying yourself as a person and what Mm. you need to feel happy and healthy and, like, 
you know, this, oh man, this all ties together. It comes from our core wounds, right? Right. So the things that we believed as our, like about ourselves as a kid really come full circle um, when we're looking at advocacy in every area. Um, so I just think so much about medical advocacy and how mm. just encourage you to know yourself, to spend that time. My last piece of advice for medical, and we will revisit medical advocacy. Sure. Oh, yeah. Is to remember that for most of us, it's a taxing experience. So cope, cope, cope. Yes. Cope before, cope after. Build that into your day. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Because these are, I mean, especially if these are new tools for you. Oh, yeah. They're going to be that maybe anxiety producing. Absolutely. Yep. But Fair. but know that me and Annie are behind you. We got you. 100. Mm. 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 Just, you can't see, but I'm flexing right now. And you can even say... It, you go to your doctor, you can even say, I, I, you know, I'm really sorry you don't want to run that test, but Annie and Susan I love said that. that I just need you to note that in my chart. Like, you can do it nicely. It doesn't have that. to be a fight. Very exciting. So, um, there is a national suicide prevention hot, hotline. Oh! And we, we haven't even touched on it. It's it new. just, yes, just, just like last week or yeah. something, right? I think July 11th, I want to say. I can even Google it. But we should chat a little bit about it and make sure our listeners know all about it. So there used to be like a big long 1-800 number and Mm -hmm. even different ones I think sometimes like for different places. But no longer. Now it's very simple. Three numbers. Yep. 988. That's it. Yep. That's it. 988 and it is a 24-hour staffed crisis uh, suicide prevention line. Do Please, 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 please reach out. Yeah. And even, I, and I, I always feel like people think, like, they shouldn't do it till, like, they're so, like, they're at the extreme end of their ropes. And, like, just, if you are having any sort of kind of thoughts towards that direction and you don't feel like you have anyone else you can talk to. Yes. Please dial 988. Yeah. Please. This is going to be total anonymous person. Yep. Reach out if you're having any sort of thoughts like that. Yeah. Whether it's to a loved one, trusted friend, or if it's this number. Yeah. Just just do. Just give it a try. Yeah. And I encourage you, if you are the loved one of someone suffering, um, reach out. 988 yes. isn't just for the person struggling. Yes! Thank you, Annie! It can be yes. so hard, right? Like, it is It is yes. a truly devastating experience to watch a loved one struggle with mental health. And I need you to know, A, you're not alone, and B, there is help. So yep. there are ways uh, to access 988, and, I mean, people will get creative. So um, this is a, a huge deal for us in the mental health field to have basically the 911 of mental of health. Of mental health! Yeah. So this yes. is great. I, I was... So excited to hear this, and I'm super excited to share it with listeners. Yes, yeah. and I love, this is so, it's so wonderful. Because, of course, I've handed out the, the longer number. Oh, gosh. But, like, who in a crisis, whether you're the yeah. person that's feeling that way or a loved one, because yeah. you're in crisis also, right, can remember <laughs> that 15-digit <laughs> number. <laughs> See, that's real. That's real understanding. So this is showing me that, like, we are We're starting it. to learn We're starting health. to get yes, it. Yeah. We're starting to get. Baby and knowing steps. even this is going to take people a while before yeah. it's as, as simple as 911 yeah. in our heads, yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to take a while. But this is so much. Yeah. I pr- Proud. Proud. I don't. Shouldn't pat myself on the back. 988. 
but proud of 988 for like for like you said recognizing mm-hmm. just remember 988 remember you're in charge yes you of your health care you know the most yes they are a member of your team, but you are you're the captain. Ooh. You're the captain of that ship. You okay? are the captain. You're in charge. We love you very much. Care about you so much. And yes. I just I wish I could download all the positive lessons I've learned to you mm-hmm. so that you can walk a path that is ahead of mine. Yeah. Ahead of me, you know? Even if it's just one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we by no means obviously expect people to like take everything we oh, give like God, no. no. We are a buffet of tools. Oh yeah. We are a buffet of tools. Mm. Take what you want, try it, you don't like it, leave it on the plate, box mm-hmm. it up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just we love you. Buffet. A buffet. A buffet. Look, like. stop. We're not a fancy buffet. <laughs> We're not a fancy. We're a buffet. We're not a fancy buffet. <laughs> okay, on that note, you guys, I can't okay. believe you listened to us. We're so grateful. Please be safe. Yes. 988. 988.